0: Light the candle to open the door. Blow it out to close it.
1: Put your hand on it.
0: Now say, talk to me.
1: I'm Kate and I'm Ariana and welcome back to the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. Uh, another angsty meeting of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. Teenage Australian angst. We are a podcast. We're an Internet community where we talk about all things horror, scary movies, but also true crime, the paranormal, anything we consider spoopy. But today, buckle up because it's time to play Talk to Me and i I am so excited to talk about this movie. I just want to give some quick credit um, to Scotty Three Chains, who recommended this movie pretty much like the day that this movie came out. Oh, really? And yeah, yeah. He's a club officer. He messaged me. was like, hey, this is like up y'all's alley. And I was like, say less. And I got my ticket, went to go see it. And then just was like, let's go talk to me. But it almost wasn't talk to me, Ariana, as you know. I know. I know. Bodies, bodies, bodies coming in hot. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Ariana runs our Patreon account and um, where are all the, all the club officers, our patrons get to vote um, on what movie we cover. And it was
0: neck and neck. Neck and neck. Well, I will say I voted for Vivarium. Because that's who I am, Honey. and I wanted to watch that so bad. It got only I know one vote, and that was me, probably. But then I changed my vote to Bodies, Bodies, Bodies when it was neck and neck. Because <gasps> I was like, I need to talk about this movie. Because you want to talk about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting or to talk S-A-Body about. Or as Body it for- Three Chains
1: calls it, alone. he called it Bodies Times Three, and I'm like, perfect. I love Ooh, that. Yes,
0: B cubed.
1: <laughs> yeah, B cubed. You know, I don't think this is the end for Bodies cubed. I think that no, oh, great. I think a second chance poll is coming soon. So if you guys were really hype about Bodies Cubed, you know it. We <laughs> never know where this is going to go. So just like get loud on social media, and
0: we'll pay attention. So wait, have you seen Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Of course, I have. I'm just curious. Okay, great. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. I just wanted to see. I can read your face, so okay. No, Got you it. can't. Got you it. Can't I know everything now. I know everything no, about how you <laughs> feel about it.
1: What what do I think about Talk to Me? <laughs> I think you liked it. You think I liked it? Yeah, I think you liked it. Okay. I think you I think you will like it when I'm will. done. I will. Okay. Because I liked it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I liked this movie. I thought it was good. I saw it in theaters. I watched it with my husband Nick, who didn't like it, by the way. Really? What didn't he like about it? He, um, I guess we'll get into it as we go, but, uh, it's just not his type of movie, I guess, but I really liked it and I didn't realize it would be very polarizing. So I wonder if you're like in the middle, but you never tell me. Wow. Wait, I need
0: to know more. How is it not his type of movie? I need to know more. I know. (laughs)
1: Ariana is very curious about my taciturn, silent husband. Yes, uh, I need to know. (laughs) I need to know everything. I don't understand him. I don't either. It's like he'll get, he'll like, it'll be four months and he'll say something like, as we're getting ready for bed. And he'll be like, this is why. And I'm like, oh, OK. So you has got to let that to film reel it. develop.
0: Four <laughs> months later. And you're like, yeah. what is that in reference to? Oh, no, I'll know exactly
1: because I'm waiting. <laughs> like, I just keep like a log. I'm like, we'll get there when it happens. Oh my like, you just can't rush.
0: Can't rush this process. You guys are perfect for each other.
1: I know. It's perfect. (laughs) Well, I I, I, want to get into the quick spoiler warning because Talk To Me is kind of still in theaters. It's phasing out, but it's still out and you can't stream it anywhere yet. So if you're interested in watching this movie uh, and you don't want it
0: to be spoiled, now's your chance to back away and come back. Maybe by the time this episode comes out, it'll be on Apple TV. TBD. Is it actually coming to Apple TV? It is. I just don't know when. I think online it said like September maybe. So That's soon. Yeah. So maybe it'll... Well, I guess once it's out of theaters, maybe that's when it'll... I don't know. I'm just so glad that stuff gets to streaming so much faster than it used to. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. They can charge so much for streaming because it's like delivery, but for movies... You're paying that much to go to a theater and watch it. It's like, of yeah. course, I'm going to pay you this much to just like sit on my couch and have you deliver it to me. Yeah, It's awesome. Of course. But I I do love
1: the like movie theater experience.
0: I do, too. I do, too. I get that. But sometimes you're not in the mood and you want to see these movies, you know?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to like wash my hands in a sink that has a Band-Aid in it. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> just me? Yeah. Yeah. I wish there were more good movie theaters. I feel like they've been obviously falling out of favor for a while, but I want them to start getting like re (laughs) revamped because I'm here for it. I know. Well, it's like,
1: yeah, I like want to like, like pay my patronage and stuff and like have them have the funds they need but at the same time like the floor is sticky like that's oh my god i know (laughs) yeah the thing is is like
0: either you have to go to like a very very nice movie theater i know with like recliners that are automated and like seat service with like wine or you have to go to one where you're the only one in the theater the seats and floor are sticky it's (laughs) literally like every single light is flickering you can't yeah. like it has to be like extremely spooky or like extremely nice. And there's no in between. The one that we go to is extremely spooky and super ghetto. And we love it.
1: See, and the, the thing is, they're both sixteen dollars a ticket. So it doesn't. <laughs> like-
0: ours aren't. Ours aren't. It's the only place. It's in BFE, New Jersey, and it's fucking cheap. It's like six dollars. I know hold on to that one don't even
1: tell the club like don't let them know you're gonna make it expensive no this is a secret
0: we're gatekeeping this one it's right next to a TGI Fridays so we go get a holiday pour of wine at TGI Fridays (laughs) and then we drunkenly stumble in to talk to me I was telling Kate I honestly this I don't know how this episode is gonna go I was pretty drunk when I watched this movie and I didn't have time to rewatch it. So it's going to be a shitty episode.
1: <laughs> she thought it was on Apple TV, but it's fine. It's not. It turns out after she locked me out of my Apple TV account, it's fine. <laughs> after just like putting in the password wrong eight times. It's fine um, because I, I remember this movie vividly. Amazing. And um, I was sober. So I can <laughs> I can guide us through Talk to Me. But before before we get to like the blow by blow, the play by play, like what this movie's you know, about scene by scene, I want to just talk about like the premise of this movie. Um, just kind of because I, I have I want to know because I didn't really know you, Ariana, as a teenager. And this movie's about teenagers playing like oh. a spooky game. Yeah. So I kind of want to know. I want to learn more about you. So, Ariana, <laughs> why don't you first just give us a little bit
0: of a teaser of um, what Talk to Me is about? Because the trailer is vague. I guess you're right. The trailer is vague, but it it does give the, like, game night horror movie trope. And you're like, okay, well, I know what this is. (laughs) No, you don't. Yeah. Tell us. Okay, okay. So it's a group of Gen Z teens who discover that they're able to contact spirits using a mysterious embalmed hand, but one of them takes things too far. That's a great teaser.
1: So we the the whole point of the game, spoiler again, is like you like grip this hand that's supposed to be like a dismembered psychic or medium's hand that they like embalmed hand. Yeah, some some brilliant spoopy thing that they like dipped in wax and like yeah there's a dead hand underneath there but it's like looks
0: like stone and there's like spells written on it which I definitely looked up to try to figure out what was written on it I don't know if you did that Kate it's super hard to read I didn't <laughs> <laughs> are it's we gonna like, do the spell there's like s- there's like words etched into this hand this dead person's hand and it's so creepy I definitely thought it was, like, teenage graffiti. <laughs> I didn't
1: know it was no. a spell.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh! Mm-hmm.
1: Well, okay, so they, the whole, like, the game, the game that these teenagers are playing with this, like, embalmed hand is you, like, grip it, you hold the hand, and then you say, talk to me, and then you're going to see a dead person, a ghost, and they they, like, inhabit your body for, like, as long as you're gripping that, You have to say, I let you in. Oh, I let you in. That's right. I let you in. Yeah, of course. And then it's like in your body and you're like possessed for... However long until you let go of the hand. And I think they have the time limit set to like 90 seconds and you're good. Yeah. From their experience. And so that's the premise of the movie.
0: <laughs> just arbitrary rules. Don't worry. about. It.
1: So arbitrary. It's like we've made it this far and it was fine. So it's fine. <laughs> it's no. just teenage logic. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to know, Ariana, like how would you have if, if you had gone to a party and you're like a teenager and they're like, hey, they pull They bring out a backpack. They pull out the hand. <laughs> they pull out this white
0: hand statuette thing. And they're like, let's go. Let's play this game. Huh? I'd probably do the talk to me because I'd want to see a dead person. But I don't know if I'd let them in because I don't know if I could like lose that control, you know? hmm. Because
1: they, I, I think they sort like experience some sort of like euphoria. euphoria. Yeah. That's yeah. what they
0: say. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't mm. let them in, but I'd want to see them. How about you, Kate? You'd be like,
1: get in here.
0: All about it.
1: <laughs> get in here. So I, I know. So like me as like an adult with like a fully formed brain, I'm like, don't do that. Like don't let them in. <laughs> um, but I'm if I'm thinking if I'm being honest and I'm thinking back to like sixteen year old Kate, who was obsessed with a Ouija board and that was not a phase, it turns out. Amazing. Here we are, ten years later here we are. My whole house is decorated with Ouija boards. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think I would do it. Like, I do think I would do it. Really? Would I do it now? I, yeah, I do. like what I do it now. No, I'd want to do my research first, like a total adult, but 16 let's go.
0: Wait, but can you, my question is, can you like, if you say, talk to me, can you like have a conversation with them without them like possessing you? Cause they're just like, no, sitting. they you just possess they, you, but they never talk to you. But the words are talk to me and then they're in front of you, but they're never talking. But it's like, I would want to talk to them. For me, that's enough of a high. (laughs) You
1: want just a casual. I just want to have a casual convo.
0: I just want to know like how you died, (laughs) what the afterlife is like what you of regret course
1: you do that's so safe though right like if there was like you want to have like a casual phone conversation with a ghost like that's not a good movie there has to be danger there has to be mistakes yeah i guess you're right i guess you're right we need that so would you as six, 16 year old would 16 year old ariana would ariana be like let's get possessed
0: i think i would i have a long list (laughs) of things that i did back in the day that i feel like was not a good idea so i feel like of course it seems on brand to do something stupid like this but it's just so funny it's like this movie does really do a good job of showing how chills gen z is like it's just like oh (laughs) like Let's just all sit around and like be casually talking to ghosts like LOL. It's just so funny and like videoing each other. I don't know. It's just really, really a vibe. Yeah. They're like filming each other and like sending it to each other. And <laughs> yeah. they're like,
1: hey, look at this wild shit. Someone's yeah. getting possessed. You want to go do it? You want to go try it? And it's like, whoa. And I was like, is that like a younger generational thing or is it just Australia? Oh, yeah. That's a good point. It's a good point. Australian listeners, Trent and friends. Are you guys just cooler than us yes be honest the answer is yes you don't even need to answer I know you are
0: (laughs) the answer is absolutely I do feel though like my first thought when I saw their generation I was like wow it's interesting how similar all gen z teenagers feel even internationally like it's all like the same it's all like the same uh like style like like style slang and and fashion yeah it's the fashion. I was like, I wonder if, you know, generations are going to become more and more uniform across the world now that we have, like, the internet and social yeah, media Yeah, now that and we're more that. connected. Yeah.
1: I did. I enjoyed the fashion of this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, and it wasn't even, like, a fashion-forward movie. Like, they're just regular teenagers. But I was like, oh, that's cute. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Like
0: That's because <laughs> that's cute. Kate is deep, deep, deep into Gen Z fashion. Like, this girl. Of course I am. Literally got a curly bob today. She has curly (laughs) bangs. The first thing I said was that is just such a Gen Z vibe.
1: (laughs) Ariana thinks anything I do
0: is just Gen Z, like period. I don't understand how Kate is aging backwards. That's my concern is like when you sent me that picture today, I was like, how do you look exactly the same as you did like 10 years ago? Like, that's crazy.
1: Oh, the Blood of a Virgin. I just put it on my face every night. It's <laughs> yeah. really... It's, I'll give you my recipe. It's really Amazing.
0: easy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I do feel like... Because, like, I, speaking of, like, feeling young, like, watching this movie and watching any movie that's about groups of teenagers I always relate to, even though I am a 30-year-old woman and not a
0: teenager. Yeah, I guess I that's hard to think I'm a
1: teenager. Like yeah. my heart is a teenager. Me too.
0: I don't even yeah. Just like... reckless and stupid. <laughs> I keep forgetting that we're not still there.
1: You're not. Yeah, You're I know. Not. But watching this movie, I'm like, I'm there. I get it. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. I'm like in it.
0: I guess that's just how like everyone feels in general. That's why there's so many movies made about teenagers. I feel like, cause it was such like a yeah. strong part of people's lives. I think we can all relate to teens. Yes. The pressure, yeah. the stress. Mm-hmm. The oh first time of everything is always the biggest deal. The first time of everything. Yeah. Oh my God. The angst, the absolute <laughs> angst. <laughs> Everything's
1: heightened. Everything is heightened, but we'll get into like the blow by blow of the movie in just one minute. But first it's time for club bulletins. Oh, I don't have anything to
0: shuffle. Wait, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Wait, I want to name other people who recommended this. Oh my God, please. There's so many people who recommended it. So if you're listening, I'm going to butcher all your names. So get ready. Tom, all the Toms out there. Thank you. Um <laughs> she's like I'm going to butcher your name. Tom? Tom? <laughs> no, this is, is the one. Tom? This is the one I'm going to butcher. Tome. <laughs> Tom? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> I can't. Felena <laughs> Grindstaff? I don't know. Maybe oh. Grindstaff's your last name? I don't know. Um the Mucking Foron, which I love that name. Every time it comes <laughs> up on our Instagram I crack up. And then <laughs> Joe Sure, all the Joes love Joe, and then set Rue on fire, which is also a cool Instagram name.
1: Great name! Yeah. Oh my God! I I think people are hype about this movie. Yeah. No, I agree. Everyone's like, do it, which is why I pressured you to do it, yep. not realizing that you were um, intoxicated when you watched it the first time.
0: <laughs> it's a safe. It's a safe bet to just assume that every time. I really should honestly. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt, it's not if, it's how intoxicated.
1: How? It's the level. (laughs) Yes, Yes, of course. (laughs) Of course. But I'm excited to know um, kind of like what your perspective is. Ooh. Uh, So based on your level of intoxication. But you know what time it is. I know what time it is. It's film genre
0: time, baby. We got (laughs) to pick that genre. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I got is Game Night Horror. Oh, yes. Because that's like ready or not, truth or dare, like... All these Ouija movies. I watched Game Night Horror
1: yesterday. I watched Jumanji yesterday. Jumanji. Game Night Horror. Yes. There's a Hulu original. I forget what it's called. It's low budget and it's about like a spooky video game, a spooky board game. Amazing. Someone out there has seen it. It's Huluween. Hulu has just really good Halloween stuff. I don't know. Wow. Amazing. But I was like, spooky board game, say less, sign me up. And I love it. And (laughs) Nick and I are like, you remember that board game movie on Hulu? And we're like, yeah. (laughs) A hidden gem. Yeah. So I am automatically biased towards the hand spooky teenage
0: game. I'm immediately sold. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've all seen it all, but this is a great premise on an original, you know, trope that we've all seen, I think.
1: Yes, I think that that sums up this movie, honestly, in total for yeah. me. Is mm-hmm. is anything by itself, like, entirely original? No. Like, are there original moments? Sure. Like, there's fun moments, and I think it's a creative movie. But is it, as a whole, is the story super original? I don't think it is. But is it effective, and is does it build on horror tropes in a creative and kind of like revolutionary new generation, new generational kind of way of thinking yes for me it does mm-hmm. so yeah. I I watch this movie and I'm like this is like a classic horror for the for the modern generation yeah I agree with built, that statement
0: built on other horror movies absolutely that's, that's shit I love yeah no I agree too yeah 100% everything you just said I did I do disagree though I picked a different genre although I do
1: think game horror is a good one okay what did you get So I was traumatized by that scene from the—I brought up The Conjuring before and the nightmares it has given me. But that scene from The Conjuring where the mom is in the basement and lights the little match. Oh, yeah. And you have the clap clap. So this for me is hand
0: horror. Hand horror. That's a good one. Or hand horror for short.
1: (laughs) Pandora. Classic handorer. <laughs> well, I want to know, do you um, do you know anything about sort of how this movie came to be made? Because I, I, I kind of dug into it and it's pretty no. different and interesting. Tell me everything. It's so interesting. OK, so this movie, the directors of this movie, um, they're, they're two twin brothers from Australia. So their names are Danny and Michael. And they co-host this YouTube channel called Raka Raka. And I've looked at it and it's like just like... A YouTube channel. It's just like two brothers doing like goofy comedy skits and like horror oh, really? skits, and yeah, and like it just looks like an, a very cl- typical YouTube channel. And they directed this movie, and they specifically said it, which is very impressive. And they specifically—it's their first feature-length film, period. And they specifically set it in their um, hometown of where does it, Adelaide? Adelaide. Yeah, that is sounds that right. Set? Yeah, and um, they're like we want this to be as australian as possible. We want more australian movies and horror. We want that to be more of a thing, which it is. Like australian all of a horror is like yeah. yeah, all of a sudden we're, and I'm here for it. I'm like let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but they made this movie and then they it premiered at Sundance and it sparked this bidding war between Universal Pictures and A24. Fuck yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> just being like you and your brother? like yeah. Just be like, oh shit, okay. And it made it sparked this bidding war. Obviously, A24 won and yeah. they picked this movie up. And I'm so glad they did um, because I think that A24's marketing is just very good. And mm-hmm. I, t- I think they, they can market kind of more unique horror Um, correctly, where I think a lot of—I've seen A24 movies that, before they were picked up by A24, were just marketed incorrectly. They were just marketed just standard horror movies. And they they, they pick up kind of quirkier, more unique concepts and different types of visual horror. So I think that—I'm just really glad that A24 did pick it up, because I think that that's why this has been such a tremendous success internationally, which is a hint— to you (laughs) for the next part which is the game We gotta play the game the return on investment game that nobody wants but me okay okay (laughs) all right i'll give you some help so in i'm gonna talk about the budget of this movie and then how much money it made on that budget and i'm gonna compare it to another movie that has come out at the same time which is the haunted mansion (laughs) disney's haunted mansion okay disney's haunted mansion so (laughs) To give you some comparison, Disney's Haunted Mansion, featuring like every actor that's ever lived, um, was released at the same time on a budget of $157 million. Of course, yeah. Of course. Disney's like, let's just fart a billion dollars on it.
0: We'll spare no expense.
1: Yeah, (laughs) spare no expense. (laughs) The money will make it good. So they spent $157 million. Um, Their return on investment at the time that I'd done this research, so by now, on their one fifty-seven million dollar budget for Haunted Mansion was eighty-five point two million. Oh <gasps>
0: no! Yeah. Oh wait, awkward. You know, I'm pretty sure there's a Haunted Mansion from our childhood. Am I wrong with Eddie Murphy? And it's yes, you're not wrong. It's actually very cute. <laughs> so why did they make another one? I'm so confused. Because they don't have a they don't have original ideas. They don't have anything new. They're like, they don't I know, know what, what we'll to do. do. Also, why are you why would you not save that a couple more months and release it near Halloween? Like, what are you doing? I can't. What are you doing? Pull yourself together. Who's, who's making these decisions? I know.
1: Disney. Like, what the fuck? I don't know who the CEO is these days. I would say it. Michael <laughs> Eisner. It's not Michael Eisner anymore. Whoever you are, we know what you're doing and we're against it. <laughs> do better. We're again it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. lost money on their wow. whopping
0: $157 million budget. I wonder dollar budget. how, <laughs> I oh my God, mention. that is crazy for like a Disney movie, I feel like. Wow. They spend, girl. Yeah, they do. They just, they got the dough.
1: It doesn't hurt them. So wow. they just go for it. Yeah,
0: you're right. They're like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we have
1: more. Versus, yeah, who fucking cares? Yeah. Versus these two, like they're young, they're like our age, I think. These two Australian brothers, nice, who just like made this movie, and their budget for Talk to Me was four point five million. Oh shit, really? Like I know, (laughs) it's it's weird saying million and it's sounding so tiny, but oh my god, when you compare it to like the monolith
0: of Disney's Haunted Mansion, wow, why? That is such a huge difference. What did all the money in Haunted Mansion go to? Like, star power? (laughs) Danny DeVito, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Okay. So I'm going to say it made money, so it didn't lose money. And I'm going to say at least... So I'm going to say between five to ten times more. Okay. That's a good guess. All right. This movie far exceeded expectations.
1: It was originally um, expected to make... I think five million. I think is what they projected. Just get back what they put into it. (laughs) Yeah, like just pennies back. Um, But it actually turned out to be the best start, um, best box office for pretty much any A twenty four film since Midsommar. And so, wow, really? Intern, yes. Oh my god. So nationally and internationally at the box office to date, forty six point two million dollars. Oh shit.
0: Oh my god. So ten times, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Wow. Nailed it. Well done. So 37.4 million U.S. and Canada and then 8.8
0: million everywhere else. Wow. Damn. That's, oh, that's amazing. I wonder if they're going to do another one.
1: Oh, they are going to do another one. Hell yeah. Like a a sequel or another movie?
0: Oh, a sequel. A sequel.
1: It's already planned. Oh, shit. Amazing. A24 has already announced it. They already have the title. It's Talk To Me, the number Ah. two. (laughs) I'm like, brilliant. Say less. Start with the title, move from there. Um but yeah, they and they've already released the official logo. And I'm like, fucking mint, dude. Like, let's go.
0: Oh my God. That's I haven't great. seen
1: the logo, but I hope to god it's the little creepy. <gasps> oh, hand the hand that's a two. two. It, that's doing it. That's probably too campy and goofy, but like I would love it. Oh my God. No. They it's know a what we goofy want. Too. They know. Uh, yeah, they know what we want. They they'll do it. They'll take care of us. Yeah, yeah. These, these these Australian twin brothers. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the movie. And we're going to have there's another one that they've already started writing. Oh my uh, God. So, wow, it's just financially a humongous, tremendous success. And we love to see it for our indie horror movies. Amazing. So regardless of how you feel about this movie, I'm just happy that it got made and that it's beating the Haunted Mansion on return on <laughs> investment yeah, for real.
0: So it's the little wins, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is it really, I guess, classified as an indie horror? I guess you're right. It is kind of mm-hmm. like. It is. Yeah. OK. Interesting. Just two Australian brothers got yeah.
1: four million dollars, made a movie and then A24 is fighting over it. That's best case scenario right. as, a, as a filmmaker. Wow. So, yeah, they got lucky. So happy for them.
0: Yeah. Did you see that the producer worked on The Babadook?
1: I didn't, but that makes sense. Oh, I did, yes, because it's a woman. Yes. Samantha She's Jennings. a horror
0: producer. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: yes. She was a very she was extremely important in the Baba Duck. And um I think the brothers had quoted quoted themselves as saying like how she kept them kind of grounded through
0: the whole process. Like yeah. she was kind of their mentor yeah. through it. Yeah. So and that's very cool and very cute. She's like, I've done this before. Yeah. Cause Baba Duck yeah. is kinda indie too, right? When it came out, it was and kind of Australian. like offbeat. Yeah. Indie mm-hmm.
1: Australian. So I think that she's, I think that it's very smart of them to be paying attention to her mentorship. And I, I can't wait to see what they make together. Cause I love the Baba Duck and I'm just going to say it. I really enjoyed talk to me. I thought it was yeah, really refreshing and Cool. So <laughs> I held it in for like 30
0: minutes. You Go, held it in wait. for like you said that like minute I three. I don't know what you're talking I about. No. <laughs> you said that. I already. know, but I was like,
1: but then I played it cool, right? But then I was like, You're but like, but I played not. it cool.
0: I got three minutes in, and then I said I loved <laughs> <I mean>, it. <laughs> I
1: made mean it so far.
0: <laughs> well, well,
1: I wanna I'm excited to know how you think of it. I'm just gonna give a, a couple of um cast shout outs. So we have um I just wanna say Sophia Wilde, she plays Mia, the main character. She's incredible. Yeah. I, I want to see her in everything. Mm -hmm. I want to see her in all the movies. Yeah, and then Miranda Otto, who I you you might have recognized because I've been trying to get you to watch Lord of the Rings.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say she's gonna mention Miranda Otto and Lord (laughs) of the Rings. Of course I am. Of course I am. (laughs) Of course. Wait, is this one of the people that you tell me is like one of the strong female? Okay, okay. Her and Arwen, right?
1: Guys, Ariana won't watch Lord of the Rings. She won't read it. And it's because she thinks it's just not feminine enough. And I understand that. It's not very feminine. But, guys, Eowyn, somebody tell her. Somebody tell her. Arwen, Galadriel, let's go. And Miranda Otto as Eowyn. Literally all of my video game characters are named Eowyn since I was like eight. Really? So, yes, yes. (laughs) So, we love her. We love Miranda Otto. Um, We want more of her. She was also in uh, Sabrina, the new...
0: TV oh, really? Reboot. Oh, I haven't seen that. She was that. one of the ants. Oh, cute. I could see that. Yeah,
1: very cute. Yeah. Very
0: cute. But she was great in this mama, as Mama Sue. Oh, my God. What a great role. I love when they take, like, traditional mom roles and they make them, like, non-traditional moms. Because it's yes. like, it's. I'm sick of watching just very flat mom characters. Yes. But she is so funny and, like, so like on top of her teenage kids and it's just like very fun to watch
1: she's like you're not going to get anything past me I just love whenever her daughters are like hey some friends are going to come over tonight while you're at work and she just keeps going she goes in between like her son's room and her daughter's room with their friends and is like so when's the party starting (laughs) it's okay your sister told me your brother told
0: me when does the party start and they play it so (laughs) cool and she's still like no but like just tell me
1: just tell i already know that there's a party just tell me yeah yeah it's very cute her like the way she like takes the her love for her children is like it's not saccharine it's like very realistic Mm -hmm. and um it it means a lot especially for like the main character who starts this movie having like lost her mom Mm -hmm. tragically Mm -hmm. and her relationship with this like mom figure. It's just very interesting. Very. There's a lot of meat on that bone. It's very layered. Yeah. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: appreciate it. Obviously, this movie passes the Bechtel test. We yes. have women talking to each other nonstop. Oh, we also have a um, transgender and a um, no way. Are we transgender? I don't know. I yes. saw a non-binary they character. Are, That's what we've they got. They are transgender. Oh, transgender! Great. And were they then? We got Zoe Tarakas, who is one of the main characters. They're the one that has, like, the hand. The hand. And is, like, going around to parties just, like, fucking so in havoc. Just, like, yeah. wants to touch the ghost hand. Yeah. And I just love it. And one day I'll get to, like, not have to say, hey, we have, like, a non-binary character. Mm-hmm. But for now, it's a celebration, and that's really awesome and cool. And more of that, please. Yeah. We love it.
0: Did you see that Kuwait bandit? because of their character and what they also they also banned barbie because they claimed that both of those movies were going against protecting public ethics and social traditions oh for fucking hell I'm like, what? Because there's a transgender character? Because, bar- like, oh, what's right. wrong with Barbie just because it's feminist? Like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, no, it's, I,
1: I did see that. It's because of the feminist <laughs> narrative in Barbie. Ugh,
0: because the social traditions, AKA women in subservient roles, just drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. It's fine, guys. <laughs> It's fine.
1: Uh, Listen, that sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. And like, I feel bad for the people of Kuwait because like, Jesus Christ, that's just like so behind the times. Mm -hmm. But like me growing up, I didn't I didn't have any non-binary characters or transgender characters in any of my horror movies
0: other than like very poorly portrayed ones. So let's fucking go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very interesting.
0: Very interesting character. For sure. For sure. Yeah.
1: Well, that's all that's all the background. Oh. I forgot. Oh gosh. I shuffled, I shuffled my bulletins, yeah. but I didn't read them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because earlier you were like, what stacks? And I was like, club bulletins. And then you just moved right on.
1: My brain said, whoop. Did that.
0: No. <laughs> Back to check.
1: Backtrack. My brain. I apologize. Back to Club Bulletins. It's time for Club Bulletins. So first off, welcome back to all of our club members. We love you. We appreciate you. You're amazing. Um, The Discord is popping off. If you want to join our Discord and just talk about whatever, Um, witchy shit, spooky shit, horror shit, your pets. We're here for it. Just join our Patreon group and have a fun time. Um, But also, quick shout out, we got some new patrons, AKA new club officers. What up? So new club officers, as we've always said, there are no dues for joining this club. But if you really like paying dues, and you're like, what do I do with all these dues that I plan on paying? (laughs) You can support the club. Don't worry. Well, we gave you an option. So we have a Patreon account. Um, We have different officer rankings for different levels of support. And today, we have a new club secretary, my queens. We have Taylor. She's from Portland. So, you know, she's better than you. Which Portland? The the Oregon one. Portland, Oregon. Amazing. Oregon. Yes. She's she's (laughs) cooler than us. She's hipper than us. I'm jealous of her.
0: (laughs) Yes, she's definitely cooler than us.
1: Yeah, of course she is. And she's bringing the cool vibes to the club. We need them. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Taylor. We appreciate your support. Now back to the creepy hand that we have to touch. Ready?
0: <laughs> Let's
1: go. Are we about
0: Let's to are we about to start? Do you guys want to know what happens in this movie? <laughs> I want to know what happens. Okay. Okay. All right. So the movie starts off with a crowded Gen Z house party. What is with you in Gen Z? <laughs> it's just a vibe and I love it and I'm here for it. It's a vibe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's ariana with gen z is like a dickensian orphan like pressing
0: their face to the glass of i like just a bakery. love it it's just so interesting i like can't look away <laughs> <laughs> i just want to talk about it all day i'm really jealous i just want to be them i think i
1: know me too same that's why i keep when getting their hair cut yeah so I'm wearing their
0: clothes <laughs> <laughs> um so we have a guy named cole and he's frantically looking for his brother duckett at the party and at a frat party i think Oh, is it a frat party? I thought it was just like a house maybe party. Maybe it's not. Yeah. It, lo- it, it was a cool
1: ass frat house party. Yeah, that's, that's all Yeah, a house party
0: action. I don't know. Maybe it's a frat party. I don't know. Cole finds- Very hereditary vibes for this house party. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so Cole finds Duckett and tries to convince him to come home. And then Duckett stabs his brother and then commits suicide by stabbing himself Jesus. in the face. <laughs>
1: Now is a good enough time to say that I have never been so anxious in a movie. I don't know the last time I've been this anxious. Really? In this movie? Yes. Yes. Really? This movie had me, like, on the edge of my seat, like, fucking panicking. Like, what am I going to see? Is someone good? Because, like, right off the bat, people can stab themselves in the face? Okay. It's that kind of movie? I'm anxious. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: I mean... That's the same opener as the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. And you hated that movie. <laughs> it is not the same opener. They versatile. literally stabbed themselves in the face in the first scene. That is Did exactly he what happens. Did stab in the face
1: in that one? <laughs> yeah. Ariana, I can't get into the Nightmare remake with you right now, okay? The Nightmare
0: remake. <laughs> Let's Arianna, hash not it out again. the club.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is private. <laughs> Oh, Our opinions about Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> well, yeah. Does so. he stab himself in the face? No, he doesn't. That's he does. a PG-13 he his, movie. He slits his, his throat. Oh, that's
0: different, Ariana. You
1: know oh, that's that different. Is that different from
0: stabbing yourself in the face? Is it really yes. different? Oh, my God. If yes. anything, it's more graphic because he does it slowly. Are you out of your mind And you don't even right really now? see it. I mean, he's like 20 feet away when he stabs himself in the face. That's not even the most like scary part of this movie. Who are you? (laughs) He takes a knife
1: and shoves it through his cranium in the first 60 seconds of this movie. And you're going to bring up your off-brand Great Value Freddy Krueger right now? Nah. It's the same thing that happened, so. It is not. (laughs) All right. For the record, my opinion, slashing
0: your throat is way chiller absolutely then not stabbing yourself in the face absolutely not no slitting your throat slowly oh, in front of the camera versus someone 20 feet away stabbing themselves in the head it's been done before <laughs> i
1: can't you know what just like agree to disagree like We've i could literally not disagree. not even gone through more. the first scene
0: and we're already like
1: totally. this is the topic. prologue to the movie oh no listen look out for the instagram story poll is stabbing in your face stabbing yourself in the face worse than slitting your neck
0: I was going to say we need to ask People, people will have opinions. I'm sure of it.
1: I cannot. I'm gonna get banned from Instagram if I post that poll.
0: <laughs> Wait, is that? <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> well, we can do it on the Discord, though, right? Let's do it on the Discord. Yeah, on the Discord. We can do it where there's the lawless land that we roam. Yeah. We can ask. We can ask them. Yeah, the Discord will be. Into yeah, if it. you.
1: Which one's worse, you guys? Let us know on our club Discord, not on Instagram, because I don't want
0: to get banned. Keep in mind, we're not saying that you have to like Nightmare on Elm Street. remake no one's saying you don't have to do you just just separate it from the movies what's scarier (laughs) watching a character slit their throat slowly in front of the camera or watching someone 20 feet away stab themselves in the face versus
1: plunging a butcher knife through their skull Eh. i can't even with you (laughs) moving right along
0: all right so flash forward to our protagonist and main character, 17 year old Mia. And she's great. We love her. Mia is struggling with the second anniversary of death by overdose of her mother, Rhea, which sad. Yeah, very sad. She and her dad have a distant relationship because he's never really talked about the incident with her fully.
1: Yeah. You so can tell dad is like sort of shut down after
0: yes, the whole thing, very and- shut down.
1: And it's sad, though, because you can see him trying to reach out to Mia, like even in the beginning, because like it's just me and her dad now, Max, her dad, Max. And she's just like, nah. And it's just so sad.
0: I know. It is very sad. I'm like, talk to your daddy. But she's 17 and she's not going to. Right. But she does have a support system outside of him. Like she's very close to her step family.
1: Yeah. Her step family. Yeah. Talk about her step family. Very interesting dynamic.
0: Right. So she lives with her new father's, her father's new wife, and this is Miranda Otto. And she is a great character. She's an atypical mom. Fantastic. She is very cool person. She is not oblivious to anything her kids are up to at all. Like, she's a great character. Very dynamic. We like it.
1: Also, clearly a hard
0: worker because, oh my God, that house. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, don't they... Does Stunning. Her stepdad and her step, or I guess her dad and her stepmom live together in that house, don't they? Are you talking about the main character's friends' family? No, I'm talking about, wait, hold up. (laughs)
1: Because there's Mia, who's like the main character, and then there's like her step family
0: that's like her friend's family. Yes. Like, aren't, isn't her dad married to that woman? No.
1: Wait, what? I thought they were. So this is number one, and Ariana was drunk for this movie. (laughs) No. Wait. Not Miranda Otto's not
0: her stepmom? No. <laughs> Wait. Why is she so no. close to the little brother then? Cause it's like um Oh, it's just that they're just like friends. Yeah, it's like her adopted family. So she's grown up
1: with the daughter. So it's Miranda Otto. It's Eowyn. It's Miranda Otto. And she has a teenage daughter and like kind of like a young teenage son. Mm. And Mia, the main character, has lost her mom from an apparent drug overdose, is distant with her father, who has kind of been distant with her back, and has kind of adopted the second family in her friend and her friend's mom and brother. And she's very, very close with them. So I can under I, can, I, I thought the same thing when I was first starting it. I'm not going to lie. I was like, wait, is this a different house or is it is it the same house? <laughs> like, are we? Wow. I can't believe
0: that. But they're not.
1: Time. Yes, you're right. Wow. I can't believe that. Because then she says things like, I'm staying at my friend's house. I'm staying at their house, you know, instead of wow. your house, <laughs> my house. <laughs> This is why I just blew your mind. Oh, so when you said step family, you meant it literally. I was like, that's so cute. They are her little step family. (laughs) Yes,
0: (laughs) Guys, she's not related to these people. Wow. I thought that they were like by marriage, like sisters. Okay, I'm an idiot. All right. But she basically like will dip out and spend time with her friend Jade, who's also 17. And Jade's brother. Yeah named Riley, who's probably, like... So cute. What, like, 14 or 15, like... Like, 14, I'd say. Yeah, he's, like... like he's probably either eighth grader or freshman.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, clearly looks up to Jade and Mia mm-hmm. and is very adorable and sweet. Yeah, he's cute, yeah. And reminded me of, like... Because I have, like, my little brother, Austin, and I, like, saw the brother, Riley, and I'm like, that's Austin. Really? Yeah. Aww. And also, I don't know if I've said this, but, like, um, Austin is not biologically my brother. So I definitely felt connected to Mia with being like, that's my brother, even if it's not my brother. Yeah. Because that's their dynamic the whole time. It's absolutely
0: like a brother-sister. Oh, yeah. Like they have like cut scenes where like they're singing in the car together and it's really cute and they're very close. Yeah. Definitely a brother-sister dynamic. Mm -hmm. Reminds me of my
1: brother Austin so much. That's cute. Yeah. It is up until a point, right? If you've seen the movie. We'll get there.
0: Yeah, it's not really her fault. It's distressing. Yeah. In this
1: movie. Anyway, so
0: Mia. Don't get attached to Riley, everyone. <laughs> Mia, Jade, and Riley sneak out of the house to go to a gathering slash party where the yes. main attraction is this severed and embalmed hand of a clairvoyant.
1: They're clearly like. They like they've been looking at videos or TikToks or whatever of people
0: playing this game, and they're very much like, "Let's go!" Like, yeah, they're like, "That's not real. That's not real." Yeah, because yeah. you can see them like getting possessed, and they're like, "Oh, that's fake!" Like, let's go check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like,
1: they're, you can see like the I'm gonna play it cool, but also like I do want to know if it's real, but yeah. also it's super dumb. And <laughs> yeah. but do you, I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, for real. So when they're holding the hand, they say, talk to me and you commune with a spirit. And if you say I let you in, then the spirit possesses you. But it can only be for like 90 seconds or else the spirit will be able to possess you permanently. And I wonder what's going to (laughs) happen. I wonder what may
1: transpire.
0: I wonder what's going to happen. It's
1: totally safe, except
0: for this one flaw. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that, it's all good. Uh, yeah. So they clearly define these rules. So then Mia volunteers to go first, and she says, "Talk to me." And she sees this lady ghost drown victim who yeah is like dripping wet and has like this spooky wandering eye <laughs> that's sitting in yeah. front of her, which is cool. I love when they show like ghost people like dead ghost people from the other side and like how they died is like how they're presenting i think that's very cool that's like beetlejuice-esque i don't i (laughs) doubt they're doing it in
1: the haunted mansion you know what i mean like they're just probably not showing a bloated drowned corpse
0: makes me think of beetlejuice with the flat guy (laughs) oh my god the flat guy in beetlejuice yes the guy who got run over yeah that's good stuff we love him he's great So Mia lets her in. It is Beetlejuicy. <laughs> so Mia lets her in and the spirit like hyper focuses on Riley. And, <laughs> and it's difficult to like break the connection. Yeah. Um. At 90 seconds. Imagine your sister also being
1: possessed by an unknown dead spirit or like your sister-in-law, your stepsister, whatever. And then turning her creepy ass head to you. And like talking to you. Yeah. About horrible things. What does she say? He's like weeping. (laughs) She says, like, I don't remember. You're gonna have your head split open. Like, oh, she does?
0: Yeah. She says, like,
1: some really graphic, horrifying, ominous shit. That's kind of cool. And all the teens are like, LOL, just yeah. being teens. Oh, my God. Except for Riley, who's sitting there traumatized as
0: hell. He's like, oh, Weeping
1: fuck. in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> so, of course, this malevolent spirit stays inside me a little bit too long. They just, just 91 seconds. So close. <laughs> one second. To, yeah. So. Oops. Apparently, the feeling of possession is euphoric and all the kids want to turn. And yeah. the next night, Jade and Mia host a party with everyone using the hand again. And Jade refuses to let Riley participate. But when she leaves the room, Mia. Yeah. Let's Riley take a turn as long as it's pretty Not short. okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because Riley, the little brother, is like the next day they're playing it again. What the fuck? Learn your lesson. And he's just like, I'm down. Like, I watched my cool stepsister Mia do it. I want to be a cool tough <laughs> kid. Don't confuse
0: me. <laughs> what? You called her stepsister. That's what it is. Okay. Like, let's be real. Okay. That's what it is. Like, I watch confused. my cool
1: stepsister who's not
0: related my actual to me stepsister. by marriage or any other
1: way. Yeah. And he's like, he's like into it and like wants to play the game and be cool which is clearly because he's feeling pressured because they have that scene earlier where his Dipshit friend is trying to get him to smoke a ciggy or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, no. And they're like, peer pressure is a theme of this movie. Yeah, there's always a. And peer then he pressure. gets peer pressured into it. Yeah, yeah, and then Jade, his biological sister, is like, um, fucking no, we're not doing that. Yeah, which should have been the end. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't your house. Yeah. But Mia pushes it because she is enjoying this relationship with Riley, her like pseudo little brother. She's kind of enjoying like the high and the attention because she's been kind of socially uncomfortable in this group and trying to like fit in. And now suddenly she's the cool hip one. And Jade, her stepsister, is kind of like the the prude or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so she's kind of like, okay, like and she's not a dick about it, which I enjoy. She's like it's just yeah. it's just very realistic peer pressure. And so like Jade steps out and is like, I want nothing to do with this. And she's like, OK, right. Riley will do it. But I think she says like just for like 60 seconds or like yeah. something like that. Yeah.
0: Which. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think she really pushes him that hard. I think he's just really, really wants to do it. And when Jade's not there, she's like, yeah. oh, OK, like, yeah, go ahead.
1: Whatever. Because She
0: doesn't think it's a big deal. She's done it like four times. Yes. Now. Yeah, exactly. They're all like taking turns over and over and over. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he takes a turn, which I'm like, why are you wanting to take a turn on this when literally you just got told you're going to get your head split open? But OK. He's
1: like, seems cool. Yeah. Seems healthier than cigarettes. And I got to pick one. I have so, to pick
0: one. Yeah. This one. <laughs> I guess I'll get possessed. Like, all right. I
1: guess this one. I guess ghosts I is guess my addiction. I will pick
0: ghosts. <laughs> um, so during his turn it appears that he's possessed by raya um mia's mom spirit who attempts to reconcile her death with mia while she's in riley's body yeah which is like really fucked we all knew that was coming though like (laughs) yeah everyone saw it coming yeah 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 so it's really sad because mia's obviously overjoyed to speak with her mom again and Stops the group from ending the possession so that she can keep talking to Rhea. and Riley's body is then overtaken by the spirits who make him attempt to pull his own eyeball out of his head. And oh my god, it's smash horrific! Smash his face into the wall and the table in a suicide attempt. This reminded me of Hereditary, another good A twenty four moment. Yeah, very. And then he's. Hospitalized in what appears to be like a medically induced coma or something, but he has a yeah, severe, traumatically in induced coma, brain injury. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's got, he's like got a, he's in, they, he's intubated in this hospital. It goes from, hey, can I play this game? To
0: like his face is smashed. Yeah, in. his face is fully like swollen and gross, and his eye is like and he's
1: like gripping, and he and he's gripping the hand because they try to pull the hand away at ninety seconds, right. Mm-hmm. but he won't let them because he's possessed. Right. Exactly. And that's what happened. <laughs> <It> turns <laughs> when you out. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like they can't move the hand away from him in time. Yeah. Cuz like there's like a closing ceremony as part of this which is like where they like remove the hand and they blow out a little candle blow out and it's the like candle. okay,
0: whoo, the yeah. curtain is
1: closed, the ghost is on that side and they don't get to do that um, because
0: he's busy trying to rip his own eyeball out. Oh my god, that was that was the coolest part of the movie when he tried to pull his own eyeball out.
1: I was ill.
0: That was the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever fucking seen.
1: I was watching it like the classic like through your fingers. <laughs> that whole scene. I was stressed. <laughs> I told Kate I was so stressed. I was
0: going to dress for this recording as I do occasionally by pulling my eyeball out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did. I was like, like hold on, on. Let me just rip my eyeball out
0: for the theme. For the theme. I want to be on theme.
1: Jesus Christ, he tried <laughs> he like puts
0: his fingers around his behind eyeball. his eye. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Ah! Yeah. Do you know how they did that? How? I don't actually. Yeah. So they built a prosthetic face over his face. And then <gasps> that allowed him to like fully dig into the prosthetic orbital socket. Because they show him like, like yeah. fully digging in there. And it's because it he has a face great. on his face. I know. It's crazy.
1: Ah! See? Listen, I didn't look it up because I'm like, surely this is just like incredible CGI and I don't want it to be because CGI I yeah. keep usually pick up, but it's not. Practical effects just look convincing if they're done convincingly it's just that simple right incredible because he he does he like is digging his he's grubby digging, little fingers digging on in around there which the i'm globe. like how does your
0: eye not have permanent damage with that
1: it does well it did because like it, in all the scenes thereafter like this eye is like fucking swollen but shut. i mean
0: like the globe like is he like partially blind does he have a strabismus like i have it questions depends
1: <laughs> a strabismus is when your eyes like uh, deviate from yeah. like, the center you guys it's like a lazy eye essentially
0: yeah like he's gonna have like I'm sure he severed some extraocular muscles,
1: bro. I'm worried about his brain, so like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope he's just blind. You know what I mean? Like well, he smashed his head hard into like every corner that he could find yeah. until then they were like trying to restrain him. It is the most anxiety inducing scene, and i I now that I'm like reflecting on, it, I'm like, oh, it's because I'm trying to protect my brother. <laughs> oh, okay, I see him as my little brother, and yeah, I am. You're right.
0: Hor- so I'm horrified. You're right. Watching you're right. Scene. That would be yeah. That would be hard to watch. Totally. It's because you're you have a brother, but he's an older he's brother. He's an older brother. Yeah. And me and me and my brother are less like a. I'm definitely not like a. I'm taking care of my brother, mom vibe. Like that's not who we are together. But yeah, I'm like
1: that with Austin. I feel 100%. like that's your vibe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anything bad that happens to him is my fault, whether it is or isn't. You know what I mean? So (laughs) watching this, I'm like, no, Mia. Oh,
0: like for me, this just felt like watching Hereditary, like that one scene where he just like starts smashing his face into the desk, which is pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of Hereditary influence in this movie to me. Yeah. No, I agree completely, which is why it's great. But anyway, so this scene was actually supposed to be longer and more violent (gasps) And he was supposed to like leave the frame and continue to harm himself violently off camera. No. But they cut it short because they were like, this is too far. Yeah, we're not having a good time anymore. They were like, ooh, wait, maybe the audience will not like this. Ooh, <laughs> Kate left. She's in her car. Ooh. So <laughs> Kate's vomiting in the theater. Is Kate's that, having a is that bad okay? time. So...
1: <laughs> I cannot imagine the scene being longer. It felt like 18 minutes long to me. It was oh, really?
0: So, yeah, I was. it was like in slow motion. It was Aww. devastating. I love the eye thing. The eye thing stands out to me oh, a lot. Me too. Yes. One of the highlights of this movie. It's definitely, yeah, the best part of the movie is the eye, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So there's also a scene where this like pretty irrelevant character, Jade's boyfriend named Daniel, when he's possessed, oh, yeah. he's making out with a bulldog. Embarrassing. And oh my God, so embarrassing. So do you know how they did that? I assume he just made out with a bulldog. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that'd be too easy. At the very end of the movie, it says no dogs were kissed in the making of this movie. Does it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's cute. Um, Wait, so how they do it? Because like it shows him like possess like kissing a dog. Right. So they had him kiss a puppet dog, and then they had cute. the dog licking a treat, and then they merged the two.
1: Incredible. I know. I know.
0: I know. So It funny. looks
1: convincingly.
0: Yeah, it like looks he's real. Making out with a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I guess that's against animal, I don't know. Maybe that's I could see that being a problem, yeah. Yeah, even though owners freaking do that in front of me and it's disgusting all the time. And I'm exactly. like- Exactly, I'm you like, like, your doing? dog did not give consent. Also, I'm like, your dog's mouth is like so gross and I cannot believe his tongue is in your mouth right now. It's just so they crazy. They lick their
1: buttholes, that's all I'm gonna say. If you
0: are an owner who lets your dog put their tongue in your mouth, I'm judging you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're judging a tiny bit. We get it; they're very cute, but they do look good. But like you don't buttable, need to. They're not cute. You notice it. You don't
0: need to French kiss them.
1: No one's. We don't need that. That's that's the theme of talk to me. Is maybe don't <laughs> maybe don't kiss your dog in the mouth. French kiss <laughs>
0: your bulldog. Well, you have been stopped. <laughs> apparently, the bulldog's breathing was too loud. Of course, Turns it was. Out because when they were on he set, they were doing like the party vibe and they were all improving lines and it was going really well. But they had to like cut a lot of shit out because the dog was in the scene and it was breathing so loud that they couldn't like <laughs> match the audio to itself because the dog's breathing was like so fucking loud. Which, yes. <laughs> of course. Like Maybe I don't bet, use a bulldog. Better, like, well, duh. Use any other breeds. Yeah, I was wondering why they did a bulldog. Yeah, yeah. Well, they regretted it, I'm sure. The this is loudest, why, noisiest This is why dog. a lot of bulldogs aren't in movies, probably.
1: Good. Yeah. Take them out of movies. <laughs> we don't, and I, you know, I'm a bulldog. I went to Mississippi State, Hale State, but like, Jesus Christ, those bitches cannot breathe. No, so they
0: can't. Don't get one. No. Anyway. Don't. Uh-uh. Anyway, so... Breed horror. Breed that horror. A oh, my God. <laughs> Brachycephalic airway syndrome horror. Brachycephalic
1: airway syndrome. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that real fast. A quick aside. <laughs>
0: I knew bulldogs. Kate couldn't resist.
1: Bulldogs have many things that prevent them from breathing appropriately. And this includes French bulldogs. I'm so sorry. Yes. Their nostrils are super tiny their soft palate which is like the roof of your mouth but it keeps going back and then it's your soft palate is too long so it covers up their airway opening and then they also have like these like ex- extra soft tissue in the back of their throat And they have tiny tracheas. So like their windpipe is like a straw. So we can surgically correct like a couple of those things if we're lucky. Like if you pay a lot of money, we can like make their nostrils bigger. We can make their soft palate a little shorter. But we can't correct all of it. And so they literally can't breathe. And dogs don't sweat. So that's how they cool down. Yep. So horrible. And you've essentially just bought a dog that can't do that. So all I'm saying is if you if you have a Frenchie or if you have a bulldog, get pet insurance and also pay to fix the things you can because they can't
0: breathe and they're hot. <laughs> and that's yeah. why they sound like that. Oh, my God. Two years ago, I had a Frenchie that was outside for 10 minutes, like tied <gasps> up on a thing like outside for 10 minutes and came in with a 106 fever or 106 uh, temperature oh no. and was like, bleeding internally was seizuring like heat stroke is a real thing and it doesn't matter how short he is outside he could have heat stroke so he can have heat stroke let's not do that (laughs)
1: let's stop making those and if you already have one this is a fun fact i learned in vet school and there's a study to back me up if you have a pet that you're suspecting of heat stroke if you dunk them or soak them in just re- like room temperature water, don't try to go for ice water. It can actually make it worse. But just like room, like just dunk them in a lake or throw a hose over them before you take them to the ER. Their chances of survival are like much
0: higher. Yes, yes, but still low. Don't don't avoid it. Don't bathe your dog for any other reason though, because do you know how many pets that come into the ER have recently been bathed? Like what? the other day, de- like fully people are like, oh, he was having respiratory distress. So I gave him a bath. I'm like, what? Like, it happens all the time. Like the other day I had a Frenchie that the owner accidentally kicked down the stairs and it was like (gasps) basically like not responsive slash had a really bad TBI. And the owner like bathed it. Traumatic brain injury. TBI. Trying to bathe it before bringing it in. I was like, what are you doing?
1: (laughs) Guys, we don't care that it's dirty. Just like get it to the ER. (laughs) No, he was
0: like, I was trying to revive it. I was like, maybe just bring it straight here, though.
1: No. OK, to be clear, I'm not saying that you're going to revive your animal. Let me just make that extremely clear. I'm saying that if you can get their core body temperature down when they are way too time high the before essence. they go to the ER, yeah. literally just for heat stroke. That's it. Don't put ice packs on them. None of that shit. Lukewarm, room temperature, water. The end. Yeah. Anyway, anyway back to the haunted That was a vet
0: tangent for the episode. Vet tangent. Sorry. <laughs> That funky tangent. So after the party, Mia keeps having visions of her mom and she tries to help Jade and Miranda Otto and taking care of Riley. But they shun her and they blame her for his injuries since she's the one who allowed him to participate. And she's feeling that um, there's like drugs involved. The mom does at least. She does. You're right. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's like, what did you give him? And she's like. Nothing because I think what did she say that Mia smoked pot once and she found out about it and so yeah, she's, she's like pot once she's like why did you give him a <laughs> she's drug it. Like, she's like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> a ghost
1: I gave him a ghost gave a ghost yeah she's like I didn't give him anything I'm like okay but that doesn't mean she's not to blame because do you really think she's to blame I do oh wow
0: and that might be my big sister guilt but yeah I was gonna say he's like you know I mean it's his decision he's fourteen years old. So she's no, 17. She's, she's also should, not an adult.
1: That wasn't. Babies yes, his raising Babies his sister said don't. His sister said don't. And she's in their house and she's staying in their house as a guest. Um, so, oh, my God, so inappropriate. And it was just and then her holding on to him and keeping him possessed for the sake of her mother. Absolutely. Oh, her that, fault.
0: oh I forgot about that. Yes. No, that yeah, totally. That's you're part. right. That's bad. You're right. That was the worst part, I guess, was her. She basically caused it now that you say that. Totally. Yeah. Um, Okay, so she's feeling alone and she pulls out the embalmed hand that she secretly stole after the party. As one does when they're alone. Totally. Like if you You see someone to talk to an embalmed hand, you steal it. Period. You steal it. (laughs) She (laughs) uses the hand. I've always said that. (laughs) Yeah. She uses the hand to contact her mom, who Mm -hmm. continues to insist that her death was accidental and that she needs to help Riley, who is still possessed. And basically, he just attempts to smash his face whenever he gains consciousness from his medically induced coma. Yeah, it's really fucked. Awful. So bad. So then... Haley and Joss, the two kids who had the hand originally, tell Mia and Jade about its origins. And they explain that the spirits can imitate people and make you see things. Hint, hint. (laughs) Hint, hint. And then they find Cole, the guy whose brother stabbed him from the beginning of the movie, who apparently survived. And we have Cole telling them that the longer a spirit is in someone's body the weaker the connection gets. So Mm -hmm. they conclude that as long as Riley stays alive in the hospital, the connection will weaken and break and Riley will survive the possession. So Mia is worried that Riley is too weak to make it long enough for the spirit connection to die on its own. So she decides she's going to use the embalmed hand to try to make a connection with him on the other side.
1: And she's got her like her quote mom being like, Riley, like, they're wrong. Riley is actively in danger. He's, it's getting worse. Like, you need to go help him.
0: Yeah, exactly. But she's upset because when she tries to connect to Riley, who's on the other side, she sees that he's being tortured in limbo. It's so sad. Yeah. Which I'm like, that may or may not be true. I mean, we have an unreliable narrator, so who
1: knows? It is, but yeah, but like pretend that it's me, right? Like pretend that you saw me try to rip my own eyeball out and then fucking smash my head into everything I can. And then you see me like you use the little embalmed hand. You're like, let's see what's going on with him. And you see me like in like a fucking spooky Mormon hell dream, just like. <laughs> Getting ripped to pieces and Satan stroking my naked chest and you, I would hope you'd be upset.
0: Yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, I don't know if this is real or not. You know, you never know what's real and what's not when the narrator is unreliable. So maybe he is not getting tortured. She's but-
1: raising her eyebrows and shrugging <laughs> sardonically as per usual. She's like, you I'm never just know. saying I don't care. It could be fake. It could be- can't prove it sounds made up
0: (laughs) sounds like fake news to me i don't know
1: i'm in hell and she's like that's not
0: real you're not in hell (laughs) it's probably not real not real so mia returns home and finds her dad her father apologizes for never talking to her about her mom's death before this and he tells mia that It actually was a suicide and not an accidental overdose, which is what Mia always expected. She always suspected that it was a suicide and that's what he wasn't telling her.
1: Yeah, because even before this, she's like asking her mom when she's like touching the hand is like, did you kill yourself? And she's like, oh, my God, I never would do that. Like, of course not. I would never leave you guys. Yeah. And then her dad being like confirmation, like, this is why I've been distant. Like, I didn't want to tell you this right but like here's her suicide note right
0: exactly which holy shit i cannot imagine yeah that's rough i just can't imagine it's a horrible moment for sure but i feel like at the beginning of the movie what they do is um they hint at that her mom had mental illness like i think her mom was depressed and they talk about that and then they also Mm -hmm. and by they i mean mia talk about how she has similar feelings of feeling alone and being afraid she's going to be alone and that's like what her mom described too um so i think obviously part of the reason the dad didn't want to explicitly say that was so that he could you know he's probably trying to not let her get to that but it's kind of backfiring yeah. because then he's really not being with her and now she's alone so no Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that works. Funny how that works. So then, um, yeah, so he proves it to her by reading Rhea's suicide note to her and she runs away crying. So then she has a vision of her mother who tells her that her dad is lying Oh my God, this part's so scary. Yeah. And then Mia hallucinates that her father breaks down her door and attacks her. It's so fucked. Yeah.
1: You see, you see like the duel, you see what Mia is seeing, which is very scary. It's like the hallucination of her mom saying like, your dad, that's not your dad. Yeah. Like he's gonna hurt you. You need to get away from him. And Mia thinks her dad, and like he sees and hears, like has these very real hallucinations of her dad like banging down the door and be like, let me in. Right. And then you see these cut these smash cuts of her dad just like sitting on the fucking couch. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, Oh shit. It's like a full hallucination. It's almost like
0: less scary if it is her dad. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's just you're like, you're like oh, what's God. gonna happen? I know. Yeah. So then he actually does, IRL, come in to check on her, and in a panic, she stabs him in the neck with scissors. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was horrible. That was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. That was a Oculus moment. You know I'm talking about. That was such
1: an Oculus moment. moment. If you know, you know. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Yeah, that was such a yes. And I think that's a good example of how this movie like borrows from other movies, Mm -hmm. but like in like a very good way. Like builds on them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, anxious.
0: This whole scene, horrified, (laughs) hyperventilating. Yeah. So then, Raya tells her that Riley needs to die in order to be set free. And Mia goes to the Mm. hospital and kidnaps Riley in a wheelchair. And Jade comes around the corner and sees Mia pushing Riley towards traffic at the edge of a highway. And right before Mia pushes Riley into the traffic, she hears Rhea say, we'll have him forever. Oh, my God. And Mia realizes that the spirits are manipulating her. And while Jade is rushing towards them to save Riley, Mia throws herself in front of a car.
1: Oh, my God. And she's Uh,
0: lying badly injured on the road, which is a cool twist.
1: And I'm
0: vomiting in my chair, panicked. Cool (laughs) twist. We like it. We like it. It's such a good twist. We like it. So then Mia suddenly finds herself in the hospital And she sees Riley, and he's now fully recovered and waking up and greeting his family. And she sees her father leaving the hospital in an elevator. And she's talking to her family, but no one's responding to her. And she realizes that she's dead and has become a spirit herself. Dun,
1: dun! Sixth sense moment! (laughs)
0: And she is then surrounded Love it. Love it. by complete darkness, except for a single candle in the distance and a human hand. And she walks towards the hand and finds herself summoned at another party where one of the party goers says, talk to me.
1: A teenager! Ah! It comes full circle! Uh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Bro. Yeah what a film it's good shit (laughs) it's good soup it is good soup delicious (laughs) chef's kiss I am chef's kiss I I'll be honest most horror movies these days I'm like I don't need it so to have so many I'm literally giving all of the praise to like Scotty Three Chains and all of the club members who recommended this movie because holy shit I went to see it in theaters because of you guys and I'm so glad I did yeah yeah. What a fun, modern horror movie. That's also like a classic horror movie, which, you know, I'm a sucker for. <laughs> I'm here for that sibling horror. Sibling horror. For, that's what we yes, should have said. I'm here for it.
0: Absolutely. I'm an
1: absolute sucker for the sibling horror. Um, I am obsessed with like the just the the family dynamics at play here, I thought are so realistic. I think Mia is such an amazing layered care all of them are layered characters Mm -hmm. i think that's what it is they all have layers to them even just like the friends that like brought a hand you know what i mean like you're right they have like these like empathetic layers to them so wow what a movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) i agree i like that the more modern horror movies are preying on our fears that are real as well and it's like even in supernatural horror movies we get real life fears like you being responsible for your brother being in a you know having a traumatic brain injury pretty cool yeah <laughs> literally yes pretty cool we like it um yeah did you know that the one of the co-directors made a cameo <gasps> no i didn't <laughs> one of the brothers did yeah yeah who is he he's one of the people at the party in the first scene I love that very fun
1: I I love a cameo love it yeah did you know that um that's literally the same scene from hereditary in my brain (laughs) not related (laughs) that's knife foreshadowing if you've seen hereditary you know what I'm talking about if you've seen this movie you know what I'm talking about but there's like a a, kind of like a brief scene of a knife chopping up something at a party and you're like that's not good because I'm watching a horror movie it's a cake yeah yeah It's always like a sharp butcher knife. You're like, like, that's going in someone.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Knife's coming back. We know. We know it's coming. I see you and I'm afraid of you. Yeah, exactly. This movie like freaked me out. Yeah. Do you feel like it was the scariest A24 movie made? Because that's what people are saying. No. People are saying this is the scariest A24 movie. And they're also saying this is the best movie of 2023. Best scary movie of 2023.
1: I would say it's the best scary movie of 2023. Okay. Okay. I would say that it's early, you know, it's like August, September, but so October is coming. So who knows? Yeah, you're right. I don't think The Nun 2 is going to knock this one Oh my one God, down. I can't like, wait for
0: The Nun 2. I know you hate The Nun, but I, I fucking either. love The Nun. I
1: know. I love it. I know. I know. I'm still going to watch it. Like, shut yeah. up. Like, I'm going to watch it. But uh, yeah, this is the scariest movie of 2023. Is it the scariest A24? Like, Hereditary has that on lock. No, I was going to say, I
0: was going to say, like, I don't agree with either of those. I think, honestly, I liked Evil Dead better than this one. Evil Dead Rise. Ooh, okay, okay.
1: Yeah. Unders- and you know, I see that. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand it. And I and I could have predicted that if you had put them side by side and said, which one is Ariana going to like more? Right. 100%, I would pick Evil Dead Rise. Right. Which one do you think I like more?
0: This one. That's tough.
1: I don't know. I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> you just this said, one. you, yeah, you just said
0: this was your favorite 2023 horror <laughs> movie. I
1: know, but then I had to think about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. I say things. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> You're like, I just say things. <laughs> no, don't I, listen I do to think, me. Think,
1: I know. Why is anyone listening? Guys, stop listening to me. I'm an idiot. But I will. I do think I like this one more. And I loved Evil Dead Rise. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know I'm an Evil Dead stan. Yeah. I just am. Yeah. But this was cool.
0: Yeah. This, here's the thing. This was classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We like it. It's very entertaining for sure. My favorite part of this, this is my favorite part, was the fact that Rhea, whenever they portrayed her, she was always dripping. The mom. She was always wet. She was always dripping. And you could hear water flowing during her scenes, which is an obvious reference to the fact that she's actually just the drowned victim Lady Ghost the whole time.
1: Yes. The one that she had shook hands with from the beginning the whole time. I was trying to communicate that wordlessly to Nick as we were in the theater. (laughs) You were like, look, listen to the dripping. I was. I was like, she's dripping. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, nothing.
0: He's like, what are you? Just shut up. She's dripping.
1: <laughs> I'm clever. I figured it out.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You just like want to tell them that you know. Yeah. But yeah, I, he didn't hear what I said. But I knew she was dripping. I didn't trust her from the jump. And, you, and that's the best part, too, is you don't really have to trust her. Like, you know Immediately, there's something sinister happening here. Like it's clear, Mm -hmm. but it's still convincing because you're not seeing it through your lens. You're seeing it through the lens of a 17 year old girl who lost her mom to suicide and doesn't want to have lost her mom to suicide. Yeah, she's still,
0: yeah, she's still going through the trauma of it all. I hear what you're saying about this movie, but there is a lot that I don't like. Please tell. (laughs) Please do tell. And that's fine. Yeah. So, you know, my biggest. One of my biggest issues with things is my inability to suspend disbelief. And oh, yes, I do know this. I can suspend my disbelief for supernatural horror, which is one of my favorite genres of horror if and only if there's a finite set of rules and we follow them strictly. And (laughs) for me, I felt like the overall supernatural premise of this like, weird nebulous like you get possessed and then like the ghost stays inside you and then like the longer you're possessed the weaker it gets like i have a few different things to say about that so the first one is like okay so they say that the way the spirit wins is by killing the host because they take the person's soul and that's what they define as why riley's trying to kill himself during that seance thing. So my question is, why is Mia's ghost, this drowned victim lady, not trying to kill Mia the whole time? Just She's just, like, making her hallucinate and gaslighting her and telling her to kill other people. And ultimately, the decision to end her life at the end is Mia's decision. And that's, like, her act of rebellion. And if anything, she's solidifying what this drowned victim lady wants. So it's also, it's like, why did you not, like, why didn't she just try to convince her to kill herself the whole time. Like this other ghost who's mm-hmm. second one trying to kill Riley is like, obviously the smarter one. <laughs> like, yeah. Like why is this lady not trying to kill me the whole time? That's my first question. Okay. I have, I have a head cannon
1: for that. Yeah. Tell me, tell me. Okay. So my head cannon, because um, whenever they bring up the 92nd rule, it's not as like, they're not like, hey, in the manual that came with the dead hand, like, it says 90 seconds. They're just like, hey, we know that 90 seconds is safe, essentially. Right. From trial and error. <laughs> right. And from people just kind of passing it down. So whenever Mia, the main character, becomes possessed, she holds onto it for longer longer than 90 seconds. But right. it's like 93 seconds. It's not as much. Right. So, I don't think it's as strong of a connection versus the brother Riley. He's gripping that hand and they cannot get the hand away from him for like minutes. Okay. So, for me, my headcanon is okay. It's not like a 90 second and then the door opens and they're in. It's like them trying to like get get their footing in the
0: possessed body and kind of like taking, getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So, you're saying Riley is more possessed than Mia? Yes. Okay. Okay. I could see that. I could see yes. that. It's directly proportional to the time. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. We, it, let's let's talk math,
1: girl. Let's okay. <laughs> I got you. I'm on board. I got it. I'm all, I'm been trying to speak your language. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the contact with the statue hand. It's longer. Okay. I like that theory. See, this helps. Okay. Issue two. This is number two. This is number two. They say that the ghost gets weaker the longer it's in your body. They define that as a rule. Okay then why does it seem to get stronger throughout the movie inside of Mia? Why at the beginning, it's like, is she possessed? Is she not? She's like barely seeing things. And now this lady's able to like show her dad trying to break in, show all these crazy visions. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like they're becoming more frequent, which they are because it's a movie and things are escalating. But that kind of goes against the idea that, yeah, of course, this ghost should be getting weaker with time. Anyway, so that's my issue. That's issue two I have. Um, I have a headcanon for that one also. OK, do it. Tell me. Yes.
1: Because every time you're like, these rules don't match up, I'm like, I've already imagination. No, amazing. Tell me. I want to know. loophole. <laughs> I want to know. So in my headcanon for that one. So you're correct. Like she it does get worse before it gets better, but it does for both of them. So like you mentioned in the ending, we see Riley from Ghost Mia's perspective getting better and leaving the hospital. So we do know that it. It got much worse because he is not better after he goes to the hospital. He's still trying to kill himself every time he's conscious. But it's like that that peak ghost, I guess, possession ship isn't
0: whenever they let go of the hand. It's like it spikes and then it falls. Oh, I didn't think that it's—I didn't think that he was ever getting worse. Like, I thought the worst of it was when he was— Well, I think that he was in a coma, and then whenever he tried to wake up, then he would— do what he was doing before which is the same as what he was doing before but it's not worse i guess it's
1: hard to get worse than the absolute worst thing but he's definitely it's like days after he's touched that hand and he is still extremely ill and we can see in the film
0: that like later in the timeline he gets better so or or and here's my other thought for that scene this is what i took it as what if mm. that's her hell What if that's her torture and not Wouldn't her torture be that he doesn't get better? No, her torture is like she sees things and people aren't talking to her. And she sees people moving on with their lives and she's alone. And her dad is walking away from her. Like, who knows if her dad, you know, like her dad's going in an elevator. Like for me, she sees herself in the mirror and she doesn't have a reflection. And that's what she says at the beginning. It's like her biggest fear, blah, blah, blah. So You know, I'm like, oh, is this even real? Is this your afterlife? Is this your worst nightmare? Yeah, we don't
1: know if it's real, right? We have no idea. Exactly.
0: Plus, I don't know if I agree with you. like, he's getting worse throughout the movie and then he gets better after a certain point. I feel like his worst moment is like minute one. He's possessed.
1: Bro, I don't know. That scene of them trying
0: to shower him in the hospital. What? He just smashes his head a couple of times. He doesn't try to gouge his eye out like he did before. He's literally like like cuffed
1: to the chair and he's like smashing his head against the tile. It's he only has control of his head. But that's what he's doing before. Licking
0: up his blood and trying to eat the glass. How is that worse than what he did the first time though? Because what he did the first time was so much worse than that.
1: It's equally bad, but he doesn't have control of his hands to rip his eyeballs out.
0: Yeah, but I feel like that's not evidence that it's worse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't have evidence that it's worse, but I don't think it like... I don't think it's like the peak is whenever they're still touching the hand and then it like gradually wanes. Like everything of like, yeah. you know, medicine, like you take a pill and then it's like you hit your the highest, the peak amount of that medication in your body and you get like a trough or whatever, like a nadir. I don't think that that peak is whenever they're actively touching the hand. I think that the spirit is inside of them. OK. And it's you've already let them in
0: and it's doing what it can like with the time it's got I got you so basically it's like it's like obviously the entity can inflict whatever it wants on you at whatever time it wants it just gets weaker with time
1: yeah because you've taken something from a different
0: dimension and you've brought it into this dimension and it's not going to have the same footing but it's still here that makes sense I guess what you're saying is like it's not a random force it's a person so they can yes. do bad things randomly. Okay. I'm on board with that. I like that. That's just my headcanon. And again, that's like me making something up. But number three. No, I want you to tell me all of the answers because I want to like this movie more than I do. <laughs> these are, To be clear, these are not answers. This is Kate has tell made this up, the up with her imaginoscope. Tell, tell me okay, the theories okay. I want to know. So <laughs> okay, my question is, what is this drowned victim's obsession with killing Riley? Because there's literally no reason to involve Riley. Like he can have his own possession and Mia can have her own possession and they can be literally separate. But this ghost that's inside Mia is like Mm -hmm. constantly trying to convince her that he's suffering and she needs to kill him. Is she just trying to like get a little ghost friend on her side too? Like, is she just like rooting for Mm -hmm. team ghost? Like, I don't understand what this ghost gains by Mia killing Riley. I think the issue
1: there is you're comparing this ghost that we know nothing about who has been associated with this hand for God knows how long um, to Mia, who has freshly been like indoctrinated into like the hand ghost society and who is like fresh and kind of like, whoa, what's going on here? And bewildered at her first encounter with like the talk to me game on the ghost perspective versus this ghost has been in a different dimension detached from reality and humanity for we don't know how long and um under the power and influence of this hand which we don't fully understand and that's like that is canon it's like we don't know everything about this hand we don't quite understand where it came from um so i think that there's a like malevolent mag- magic associated with this hand and i think it i think that if you in a lot of ghost movies this is a thing where like the longer a ghost is
0: away from reality the more warped their reality is so your argument is that she's a bad ghost and she does bad things no my argument
1: (laughs) my argument is that this hand in one way or another is poisoning these ghosts
0: in a malevolent
1: way okay okay
0: i like that so Basically, so it's I, I'm like my,
1: like me is going to I think me is going to be like the drowned woman in like 10 years or whatever. Oh, interesting. And that makes it all the more tragic because there's nothing that can be done. But why does the
0: hand have to be malevolent? Um, it's trying to kill people. No, it's just trying to connect people to ghosts. And some ghosts are mean and some ghosts aren't. That's what I took it as.
1: I, I think they're all bad. I think they are all
0: bad. But she's not bad when
1: she comes back immediately. No, not immediately. No, that's my point. Right. It's like she
0: just she just joined their dimension. So what you're saying is, is like basically it doesn't have to do with the hand being malevolent. It just has to do with like the ghost being in the ghost world for so long that it becomes a bad ghost.
1: Either or. Yes. So like you can think of it like as for me, the way I'm thinking of it is like this is now this person this human. Mia is now a ghost in this alternate dimension under very specific rules and controls. And she is going to be warped and influenced in that way. And she's going to slowly lose her connections to reality and to humanity. And she's going to gain influence into this supernatural force. Because there is something supernatural going on. Like, why does his hand have ghosts inside of it?
0: (laughs) You know? Well, it's a clairvoyance hand. So, like, presumably... Is it, though? Yeah. And if it
1: is, like, why is this clairvoyant absorbing these souls? No, it's, they're purpose? not
0: absorbing it. It's like the same reason, like, you have a seance with a clairvoyant. It's like someone who connects to the other world. And it's like just their hand it's has not, that power. It's
1: not, though. It's not, though, because Mia is absorbed by this hand because of how she dies. She oh. dies while she is influenced
0: by a, this hand. And that's why she's part of this hand. Or is just everyone who dies on the other side and the hand just connects you to the other side. Why can't it be that? Well,
1: then that makes it, No, that makes her death pointless. It makes all of it pointless. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I just figured like no. I just figured it was like a like just like a like not good or bad. It's just like a clairvoyant hand that connects you to the yeah. other world. And everyone who dies has a chance to find a candle and connect to people when the clairvoyant hand is there. And if you get a bad ghost, then they try to murder you and take over your body. And if you get a normal ghost, no. then you just talk to people. No, because then it wouldn't matter. The 90 second rule wouldn't matter. Well, it would because it's about possession, not about a bad possession or a good possession. You just don't want to be possessed in general.
1: I think that Haley, who is the character who has the hand, makes a very firm comment that like, hey, I think that the, I think it's the ghosts are going to tell you what they want to tell you. So I think it's in in canon, like these
0: ghosts are manipulative. Well, yeah, because they want to possess you. That doesn't mean they want to. I guess I guess you're right. I guess if we're (laughs) assuming that they just want to possess you, if we're assuming that all ghosts want to possess you and take over your body, that makes them malevolent. Sure. Which is that is not
1: a nice thing to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sure. Okay.
1: I think that Mia being part of this hand and like the circumstance of her death makes it very clear to me that it's not just random ghosts it is ghosts who have died related to this hand really so like that drowned ghost that she sees that's like the main villain in this movie essentially I think she probably killed herself and drowned herself at the influence of a different ghost that she was possessed by when she touched this hand that I am pretty sure is the point is like what that full circle loop is where it ends with her being like talk to me that's with interesting some, with someone saying
0: talk to me i like that idea better than my idea of just like everyone who's dead can play this game and the no, hand is just because as soon,
1: as soon as mia steps in front of that car she is immediately in this alternate dimension yeah and summoned very quickly to a table where someone is touching that hand which obviously that hand didn't get to somebody the next day you know what i mean so that hand has made the rounds some other teens have it now and are doing are playing the same game in a different basement and Mia is there. And what if it's her, the it's other like hand after
0: <laughs> she Oh my god. No, I get it. I get it. Okay, I like that hand, better. Says, I like that story, yeah. I like that idea better than my idea because it feels like I don't know, it feels spookier. I like it. Yeah. No, I I really do think that that's the intent. So, the hand is collecting souls. Yes. Okay, get it. Okay, I get it. I get it. I guess we'll find out with the sequel. We'll have more info. Talk to me, and it better be a goofy little hand, (laughs) little enamel hand holding up a peace sign like a two. Wait, I have one more question. And this one, I feel like I know what you're going to say. The problem I have is that the drowned victim looks like a lady who drowned, but Mm -hmm. Mia doesn't look like a girl who got run over. And obviously, in your brain, you can remember yourself however you want. So, like, maybe in her brain, she's remembering herself, how she was when she was alive. I don't know. She got hit by kind of a low car, so I think that the damage is going to be internal. No, when she—when they come up, when they show her, she is, like, badly mangled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is beat to shit. Yeah, yeah but she—my thing is, like, she should look like that guy from Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> If—why—Ariana's like, why isn't Mia flat, Why isn't though? she flat, <laughs> <laughs> I just bitch I don't have you got me there I got you yeah well, that's me the there. thing is I love the idea of like ghosts that are like presenting the way that they died like I love that that's so cool and interesting to me and I love when horror movies do that so like it bummed me out that she didn't like look like have a tire mark across her exactly. face exactly yeah <laughs> or at least like or at least it. be like walking with a limp or something you know
1: I think she's like she, is she not limping? She's she not looks limping. unwell. She's not limping. Oh, okay. Well, I she can't. I can't. There's nothing I can say. Looks too normal for Ariana. Not flat enough.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, you want to do some, uh, ra- or I guess, do you have anything else you want to specifically talk about? Yes, I
1: do. I want to know what, if you happen to know what the Rotten Tomatoes is, because I know it changes a lot and I didn't look it up.
0: Yeah. Um, I do what Rotten Tomato. I do know what Rotten Tomatoes is. Will you tell me? Do you want to guess? No, I want to guess. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna be
1: optimistic. Okay, because this movie made a lot of money, and there's already a sequel, and it's been like four months. So I'm gonna guess this got like a 91 percent critics and like 84 percent audience. Wow, are you sure you didn't look
0: it up? <laughs> <gasps> Am I close for real? 94 for critics. Hey, that's higher. And 82 audience. That's lower, but I'll take it. That is crazy. (laughs) That was so close. And I really
1: didn't. And I can I can prove that because, well, I can't prove it. But I can tell you that I didn't look it up whenever I first watched it. When I first watched it, it was very new. And Rotten Tomatoes was like still like you can't trust it after
0: like a week. You know what I mean? So I didn't even bother trying to cheat. An N of two people have watched it.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Okay, I'm thrilled. That's. Wait, 94? I know. I know. It's crazy. 94. Holy shit, that's high. I know. That's insanely high. Yeah.
0: Insane. And it's just two Australian YouTubers. I love it. I know. Kate loves when it's like just random people with their, living their best lives, making a beautiful art piece. Kate loves it. Fight the power. Yeah. Less
1: Haunted Mansion, more talk to me. Nothing against Haunted Mansion. It's great. Whatever.
0: Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion.
1: Yeah, that's right. We stand Eddie Murphy and we will not take any (laughs) substitutes. We're so sorry. Also, just a throwback to that time that our our mutual friend told us. We were talking about scary movies, obviously, always. And she goes, you know, The Haunted (laughs) Mansion (laughs) is an underrated spooky movie. And we
0: just sort of looked at her. So good. And we're like that's the spirit she is so cute she like tries to be on our level with horror movies and she's like i saw haunted mansion and we're like she's she's our sunshine <laughs> friend
1: she makes us realize how fucked up and dark we are
0: i know we love it she's
1: cute. love it you gotta keep one of those around you know
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> someone who's like why are you watching that that's not healthy
0: and I'm like, more. more. I'm like, you think I'm not healthy? Look at Ariana. I'm like, the prop toast eyeball was fine. It's fine. <laughs> Amazing. All right, it's time for the rating. We have Ooh, to rate it.
1: I know what you're gonna give it. Is it a, is it a one? Is it a zero? Is it a ten?
0: It's only one of those.
1: It's only a one or a ten. And this one is ten out of ten yep. eyeballs.
0: <laughs> no, I picked eyeballs. Damn. Was that yours? Eyeballs? <laughs>
1: <laughs> ten out of ten eyeballs. Uh, I thought okay. it was great. I thought the um, I thought it was a really accurate and like not romanticized depiction of suicide. I thought the main character was incredibly layered. I thought everybody was really layered. I loved the sibling dynamic. I loved the father daughter dynamic. I loved the teenager-y board game hauntedness, the Ouija boardness of mm-hmm, all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing and also visually, just like a very great movie and also i was so anxious this whole movie and uh, i'm not normally that i mean i am anxious you might have picked that up but yeah i was more anxious guys
0: yeah wow. it was worse Amazing. so yeah 10 out
1: of 10 eyeballs for me so oh, damn it what other thing i'm is sorry there? i'm
0: sorry hands hands only body parts no yeah body parts only i'll think of something Sometimes I just start talking and hope I find it along the way. <laughs> yeah, you'll figure it out along I'll the way. Figure you'll it <laughs> <As> you <laughs> start along the talking. Way. Um yeah, okay. Well, I enjoyed it. I felt like a lot of what I was seeing was done before and I recognized yeah. a lot of horror movie tropes which I enjoyed doing, but I felt like it relied heavily on things that I could easily tell you like where i first saw the thing um mm, like okay like you know we have basically like a game night horror like the beginning scene is literally like the same scene we always have like an opener that's scary that comes back later then we have like kids at a game night that are being new too nonchalant yeah. there's peer pressure there's a tr- trauma in someone's recent history Like You didn't feel surprised. I didn't feel surprised. Yeah. I feel like we all knew this Rhea was not Rhea because she was dripping wet the whole time. And they kept saying that you can't go over 90 seconds. And she went over 90 seconds. So we all knew she was a bad Rhea. So we were just waiting for shit to blow up the whole time. And it did blow up. And it was fun. And I love the scene with Riley, like, trying to, obviously hit his head on stuff I thought that was really cool and really real um Mm -hmm. but again I've seen that in hereditary I don't know there was just like a lot of things that I felt like I had seen before and it didn't go above what I had seen before enough like I like references but I need it to be a little bit different and I felt like this just wasn't different enough for me from other mm-hmm. horror movies okay. yeah um I just felt like it was almost like someone sat down and literally wrote like shot for shot a scene of some other game night horror and just filled in the blanks with their with their theme like that's how I felt about it um, okay I love the ending I like that she comes back at the end and she's on the other side although that's a really depressing ending but I like a depressing ending it is
1: depressing so
0: I definitely like the ending I definitely like. The part where he tries to take out his eyeball—I've never seen that before. That was fucking cool.
1: Whoa, that was amazing. Yes, yes, uh huh. To make and to make a like facade face, yeah. On that low of a budget is I'm impressed, right? Because I did not recognize that to be a fake face, right?
0: Right. That's like sleepaway camp. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Go listen to our sleepaway camp episode. It's yeah. a riot. <laughs> um. So anyway, I did like it. It was very fun. I would watch it again and enjoy it. I feel like if I had seen this on a streaming service and just happened upon it, it would have been like blowing my mind. But the fact that I like had heard that people were saying it was the scariest A24 movie, the reason I know it always gets me when people are like overhyping things. I'm telling you, stay away from trailers. Stay away from what everyone is saying. It pollutes it. I know. Well, it's just word of mouth, you know, it's just like, it's just annoying, you know, that is annoying. I did like the Gen Z vibes and I like the characters that are very deep. <laughs> but, you know, I I'm only going to give this a seven and a half out of ten yellow shackets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what mustard, fashion is she going to bring up? Mustard shackets. <laughs> it's a great shacket. It's so cute.
1: <laughs> she looks like Paddington Bear. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> hey seven and a half is way better than i thought that you were gonna give it honestly yeah
0: yeah i was trying to decide i was like seven no eight no seven so i gave it Seven and a half, seven and a half. yeah right down the middle yeah
1: i think everything you've said is completely valid yeah like completely valid it's just like what you look for in horror movies right. and ariana first and foremost she is gonna prioritize originality and i respect that like <laughs> salute you bitch that's amazing and I'm like give me what I already like and feed it to me I love it so much take it put it in different shapes and feed it to me yum yum <laughs>
0: Delicious. I love it. I love it.
1: So I had a great time. And I'll let you know what Nick, my husband, thought whenever he gets back to me in like a year. Yeah. So give me in, like 12 in business months. months.
0: <laughs> we'll hear what Nick thought.
1: <laughs> give us 12 business months. But now it's going to be the tricky part because we're going to head over Ooh. to our sexy, gorgeous website that Ariana has been cleaning up, making sexier. Amazing. And that is com. Yes. And we're going to click over on the little scoreboard where we've been ranking all of the movies that we cover with very few
0: exceptions. And we're going to fight. I'm going to figure out where I want to put this first. And then you figure okay. out where you're going to put it because we're going to be really okay. far apart from each other. I'm
1: assuming. Yes, we are. OK, yeah. I'm going to say, all right, Um. God, this is a
0: nightmare, isn't it? Well, let's compare it to Evil Dead Rise. So Evil Dead Rise is 38. Yeah, that's like exactly where I'm looking is like late 30s. Me too. Like early 40s. That's like where I'm at.
1: This is absolutely above Antichrist for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go right there. That's sure. number 44. Sure. I would put it above all of those. Um, I think I'd put it, I'd call this equal to X
0: in my mind. Yeah. I think honestly, I probably liked this more than X. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, would you put, well, we disagree on Terrifier 2. Hey, Autopsy of Jane Doe, we kind of agree on that one. Would you say better or worse? Um, or
0: above or below? I think I liked this better than Autopsy of Jane Doe. I do too. Yeah. Um, You haven't seen Silver Bullet. You would hate it so much. Uh, the <laughs> Ritual. I, I think maybe between like Evil Dead, Rise, and The Ritual. That's where I'm thinking.
1: Hey, I'm down for that. I actually like that. I like that place Because they can a have
0: little, t- uh, little 2023 moment together.
1: Yeah, they can ch- they can talk to each other yeah. about the year so far. <laughs> They're the same age. I love that. So that's a new what 30 39 mm, nine. Yeah, yeah, new 39 out of like 100 and something. So love it. hey, that's very good. Yeah, great. <laughs> and we like most of the movies on this list. Mm-hmm. So that's very very good. I'm very impressed. Yeah.
0: Hey, we didn't fight
1: that much. Oh, we didn't.
0: That actually worked Look out really at well. Us. <laughs> it did.
1: <laughs> well, before we say goodbye, I have one very cute thing I wanted to bring up. Okay. So, first of all, a big plug to the club. Um, I love you. You're my angel. You're everything to me. <laughs> I die for you. And I so appreciate you staying until the end of this podcast. It means a lot to me. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it. Um, tell your neighbor, tell your sister. Um make a review if you feel up to it because the algorithms that be really like that and will prioritize us as a group and as a club and i do have a little a little review i wanted to share oh yeah share it it's from leah Fain, and it's the the subject you're gonna love five stars love this one listen for fun horror and then the subject, say, the The paragraph says, tune in. This is a great, funny conversation on horror movies, true crime, random creepy stuff, and corn horror. <gasps> yes, corn horror. In all caps. <laughs> and she says, that's right, corn horror. Listen to understand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> corn horror. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's in every you horror can't. movie. I see it everywhere.
1: Yes. Was there any corn in this movie? No, but
0: it's not in America, so it doesn't no. count. Every American horror movie has corn. Yes, it's that's true. So true.
1: <laughs> this one had sad kangaroos, which is a different type of oh, horror. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. That was, that was really terrible. sad. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that, that was, was foreshadowing. Sad. We get it. <laughs> We, get, we it. get it. Stop
1: making me sad. I'm sad now. <laughs> anyway, if you guys have a movie that you want us to cover, like the way I found out about this movie or even went to see it is because club members suggested it. So check us out on Instagram, our Facebook, our Patreon, or just email us. It's nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. And we'll appreciate it. And also we take suggestions for many episodes too, where we kind of cut it loose and talk about whatever. So thank you, club. We don't exist without you. So thank you. Oh yeah. Anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to make fun of or any
0: <laughs> disbelief you couldn't suspend? Any other or? disbelief that I couldn't? No. <laughs> Just those four big ones. Just the four. Just the four Great. big ones that I still am upset about, but it's fine. <laughs> no biggie. We'll fight about it after we stop recording. I can't wait to watch this sober again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Let us know. Guys, let us know when it's on Apple TV and I'll like unfreeze my account after Ariana froze it. Yeah. But until then, you guys stay stay spoopy. Stay spoopy.